Welcome to the PWO WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me tonight, we have the Dean of Old School himself, the PWO from Man. It is huh. D. White. That's right. Not just the coolest. Never mind. We already went there. <laughs> and of course, he is your favorite and my favorite. It's Ryan Alvarez. Hello. Mm-hmm. Switching things up on people. We're trying to see if anybody notices. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's the two-man power trip plus one. So That's right. Yeah. If anything, it's the two-man power trip with, uh, you know, the brains. They just gave us the best manager in the biz. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're if we're speaking storyline and we're sticking to it, Dwight, Dwight, uh, Dwight or Stephanie McMahon Helmsley? Uh, I think you just... All right, okay. Now I'm turning heel on that <laughs> shit right there. And good, and good thing I'm the Stone Cold Steve Austin here. <laughs> well, Dwight, right. it's okay. You're... You're dating the kind of pretty one. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'll be Billy and Chuck. You guys are Billy and Chuck. You look so. Does that make you Rico? That makes that makes that makes me Rico. Look, or, I want to be yeah. that guy, but that puts Cotton Eye in on the joke, and you as the odd man out. That's true. Listen, I will. I will say that. Jim Ross's Jim Jim Ross. Whenever he would call a Rico match, and this mm-hmm. is always like his kind of backstage thing with Rico because Rico's on screen character is feminine. Um, to always mention in every one of the matches he called that um, he used to be a Las Vegas cop. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, that's right. Now he's back oh. to being a Las Vegas cop, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What he's doing I think that. so. Reno 911, Ooh. I'm sure. Let me call him and find out. His real name was Dangle. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so guys, we had a lot of wrestling this week, like this past weekend, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Um, most of it was great. No, <laughs> yeah, okay. I would say not all of it was great. Wait, wait. Come on, and man. some of it was okay. And some of it was okay. I, I actually right. okay. Before we even get to it, because I know we're gonna talk about Fastlane later. Fastlane was not a bad show by any means. It really wasn't. Um, it was just very okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. Oh, it wasn't man. bad. I, I wasn't angry with it. You know, we got some decent in-ring work. There's some things I thought were questionable, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, first All right, up, we'll though, get there, we'll get there. Uh, pretty new news. I mean, came last night after Fastlane. WWE has come to the uh, come to agreements on the release for Andrade Cien Almas. He is now officially a free agent. Word from uh, Fightful Select, and I believe Brian and Dave Meltzer, uh, say he he doesn't have a, a no compete clause, so I think he's free to show up anywhere. Um, and this is, I mean, this is pretty big. It is. Um, yeah. Um, the first news that came out it was that he had a that he had a no compete clause. So we were so we were kind of proactively looking at the dates, and then I think it was today around three p.m. Um, Pro Wrestling Observer came out and um 
said that he did that he didn't have one. So now all of the speculation is running rampant because there's a CMLL show on Friday. There's AW on Wednesday. Um, this is gonna get crazy. I'm telling you now. Well, <laughs> there's a whole lot of things, and especially considering I mean, Ring of Honor coming up. We have a. I mean, we never know what what's gonna happen with AEW CMLL. I know you already brought up Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, don't don't forget New Japan. I mean, you know, we got La Sombra could show up Los Ingobernables. Let's. I would love to see that, dude. Well, and that actually leads perfectly perfectly into my next question. Where do you guys want to see La Sombra, formerly Andrade? Uh, yeah, I would love to see him in New Japan. Um, I think he that's a style that fits him perfectly. I mean, just think about this guy. This he had him wasn't that um was it he and Gargano they had the match that was like first I mean, WWE five star Billy yeah they were like dude that's pro- that could have been the best WWE match in a decade right As some people said and and it is a fantastic match so of course you know New Japan that's a work rate place that's great but just think they couldn't do anything with that guy they I mean basically couldn't do anything with the guy that had the best match they had wait 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 it's not that they couldn't do anything with him. No, no, they, I'm sorry. They wouldn't do anything. They refused That's, to. That yes, is my yeah. thing. You're right. You even had your top female wrestler in the company offer and say, hey, here's a way to get him on TV and also book me away from the title. Right. Yep, nope. Yeah. Do it. I think, and, and I think uh, we're starting to see the trickle down now because. I know I'm jumping off to another topic here. They removed Charlotte Flair from yeah. all of the promotional posters. Yeah. Um, she, I don't, I, I think they're really gonna not put her on on the WrestleMania card, and I, and I know that's a big leap there because she's arguably one of the top five best women's wrestlers in the world right now. Um, but we saw it with Zelina Vega's release. Where Aleister Black wasn't on TV, and regardless, I, yeah, well, you know, and I think, I think you know, it 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 might be a big leap, but it's something we have to consider. Um, But then again, there's two nights. Um, I want to see him in Ring of Honor. I want to, yes, I think it's the perfect spot for him. Pair him back up with Roosh. Uh, Um, Here's where I'm gonna. Maybe slightly disagree with you. I don't know. I don't know where this is going to lead. That's okay. Roosh is defending his title against Jay Lethal. Correct. And, uh, I, think, I think the foundation's going to come out looking very strong uh, for Ring of Honor. We're going to get more into Ring of Honor at a later, show, later time. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think a pretty great thing you could do here is, uh, you know, Roosh leading everyone astray. You know, you need La Sombra to bring everyone back. They got to be more tranquilo. Yeah. So maybe we start off with a little La Sombra versus Roosh because that's just a five-star match waiting to happen. Um, yeah. That oh, yeah, of course. Has already happened, but, you know. Um, but, yeah. And you know what? I'd also be pretty cool if he showed up as a, a guy for Impact. I mean, Impact needs some, some big-time guys. 
I think they could really afford to have it. I just almost feel like he's too big for impact. I don't want I don't want to like belittle impact here, but uh, Rich Swan's a champion. You don't need to uh, yeah. belittle them any more than that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at there. I, I think there's a lot of really cool spots for him. Um, to speak on the um, Charlotte situation, from my understanding, yeah. she's going to be on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, keep, they're keeping that quiet. And then, of course, she's been you – know, I guess she's filming a movie. Um, yeah, she's and, uh, like a reboot of Walking Tall. She's the main character. Uh, All right. The so word is that maybe – hey, look, look. I ain't got no beef with it. I love Walking Tall. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah. All right. How many times can you do that, though? I mean, that's been yeah, rebooted. Sure. That's a reboot of a reboot of a reboot. I mean, look, you know? The Rock yeah. perfected it. But, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get, a, I think, a different uh, different perspective, you know. I, I feel well, like it's, like, only loosely based off of Walking Tall, but I'm not well, sure. Yeah, well, and, well, and, and I, I, I say as, as um, you know, we saw what happened with uh, when Zelina Vega was released and with Alex Black. And so similar situation, of course, you've got Britt Baker and, and Adam Cole. I mean, you have these couples that are cross yeah uh, and so you have a lot of that going on but i think with charlotte is her own specific case because she's i mean she's probably making you know a million dollars between all the stuff she's got going on i guarantee it she's making Um, seven figures from what i was told yeah and so so she's not she's not a bit player she's a a matter of fact you said she's top five in the world. I mean, she's she's like all time great kind of level stuff, and she's in her yeah. prime. So, so that's that's a different that's a different deal. Um, and so, I think maybe I don't know. Maybe she has some leverage. Of course, who knows at this point? I mean, Vince McMahon is is off his rocker, and he he's and you know we we just never know. So, hopefully, this I think it's a good news for 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 Andrade that he's he's free to go do something that suits him more um and since they weren't going to do it with him there um and uh, I don't I don't think they're going to do anything stupid with Charlotte I mean I I never underestimate their uh willingness to do things that are stupid but um Mm -hmm. I don't think that that would be like catastrophic um so let me throw another scenario out here um and then I'll stop um (laughs) what if Andrade just wants to take some time off and then G1 Climax. It's always an option. Dude, I'm, I'm um, feeling that. I'm now, feeling that. I almost feel like, though, he has had so much time off since October. I, I almost feel True. like I bet you he's like, get me in there. Let me let me show the world what I knew all along, you know? It's well, that and, Rhodes bit. Yeah, and that could be a good avenue. Um, he, he, he could be in Ring of Honor for a little bit because – Ring of Honor and New Japan have a working relationship. Mm-hmm. You can go the, I you mean, you can go the, yeah, you can go and go the Impact route also. Um, seeing as they just had Finn, uh, a Finn Juice win the tag titles, um, I think I think those are two small avenues to get to a much larger one and be in the G one. But either way, I you know what, happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's ultimately – we're going to finally see what we've wanted to see for a while now. Yeah. Um, there you go. We're going to take a quick left turn, uh, and we're going to talk about the NCAA Wrestling Championships. I don't know if anyone watches them. I know Cod watched them with uh, – and I, I know this seems a little out of the left 
left field here, but uh, yeah. uh, one of the top champions of the entire thing, uh, Gable Stevenson, after winning the national championship, uh, went onto Twitter and did the wave emoji at Vince McMahon. Now, this is a guy who almost didn't come back this year uh, to join the WWE. And, uh, in fact, his brother is currently at the Performance Center training uh, for a WWE run. Paul Heyman has come out in interviews talking about how he, Parker Bordreau, I always mess up his last name, but the the UFC lineman, um, his brother, you have a lot of these young, incredibly talented athletes coming in who who are interested. Uh, I don't know, Dwight, if you've ever seen anything from Gable Steveson, uh, but this dude's an entertainer. I mean, he won the championship, and and God, he beat he beat a guy from Michigan who is honestly like both of them are qualified for the Olympics. To emphasize just how good these guys are, I mean, it was a two man arms race the whole season, really. Um, and Steveson dominated him the entire time. I want to emphasize this quick for anyone: this is a college amateur wrestling, not. Mm-hmm. Not WWE, not Ada. Like, this is college amateur wrestling, all right? This dude dominated the guy. Um, like, 10 seconds or less of his match, gave his coaches the thumbs up. Like, he yeah. did it. Uh, got his great. hand raised and did a cartwheel backflip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the tweet, and I thought, and, and then I looked into it. Oh, the, the main thing I had seen from the – NCAA championships was the poor kid from Stanford that oh. you know did, that they had to wear the all black because they they refused to like support him at the champ. What a bunch of douchebags! Well, Stanford decided that they were going. We're changing. We're we're totally not a pro wrestling podcast here for like three seconds. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. This is my other yeah. passion and love is yeah. wrestling. Uh, so Stanford and several other programs decided they're going to cut wrestling due to mm-hmm. COVID. Um, and there's a whole lot of other BS for that. But Stanford actually had uh, a huge boosters program come in. They've uh, donated upwards of like $12 million to keep yeah. the program. Mm-hmm. And they have a guy win the national championship. You have a, a moment there where everyone in the arena is chanting, keep Stanford wrestling. Um, and, and there was something that was kind of iffy on like the last mm-hmm. last second. Um but uh, I almost feel like they did it on purpose to create the moment of hearing all the fans chanting, keep Stanford wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. It was a beautiful, beautiful wrestling moment. Um, oh. Drew, and- you don't want me to talk about basketball. Usually that's going to end up with me blowing. Uh, yeah, we are. Well, and and also, I mean, I, they, I, they blamed COVID, but we, that's not the truth. The truth is t- it's Title IX. Um, yep. because, because it's, I think it's like the whole equitable thing with even, even though most universities, um, you know, either football or basketball basically funds every single other sport, you know, in the, yeah. and, and that's pretty much how it is everywhere, but because of title nine, you have to have equal opportunities and wrestling there, you know, there isn't women's wrestling. And so in most universities anyway, as far as at the, at that level. And so like Maryland, that's why they ended their program. It was just like, and and so it's it's sad because and I mean it's even in the Olympics too. I mean it affected that stuff where they really kind of disrespected wrestling. Um, oh, and man. in 2012 when they tried to cut professional uh, uh, Greco-Roman wrestling, 
Yeah. I was living. I was, I was in college at the time. I was ready to go door to door. Well, speaking of that, I heard a rumor, too, of another uh, All-American, uh, all-time great amateur wrestler talking to uh, WWE. Oh, yeah, uh, you heard that? That would be one uh, Ben Askren, also former UFC champ. He said that uh, he, that Gerald Briscoe was one that liked to come to the NCAAs and uh, find, talk to some guys. And he said Gerald Briscoe told him that if he weighed 200 pounds, he could make him a million dollars. Which uh, sounds right. Yep. And, you know, Ben Askren, you know, dominant the UFC um, besides that one knee took to the face. Uh, and then, uh, but... <clears throat> I'm all for Ben Askren in the WWE. He cannot lose to, I think it's Logan Paul. Yeah, right. Wow. Boxing yeah. Fight coming up here. You yeah. can't be in the WWE losing to Logan Paul in a boxing match. No, but it'd be, it would be awesome if they start the boxing and Ben Askren just suplexes him and folds him in half. You, yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> but anyway, all right, back to pro wrestling. Yeah. yeah um, I'm very excited to see what Steveson can bring if that's the path he takes there's been a lot of amateur wrestlers to definitely break break through to the mm -hmm. professional wrestling world with 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 varying success i think um, something to point out too he is a uh, a minnesota guy oh so he is a bob rock last night. both as ncaa champions from the same university minnesota yeah. wrecking crew is always great Hopefully, mm -hmm. with his brother there, I'd be okay with getting an actual Minnesota rec uh, wrecking crew. But we'll see yeah. if they can pull that off. Cod, yeah. you're the man because you've been the one all over this. I'm gonna turn off my camera. I'm gonna let you talk about the New Japan Cup Finals. Hey, take right. it away. New Japan Cup action. Um, we had we had Shingo Takagi uh, take on Will Osprey in a rematch from from their best of Super Juniors. Um, this whole tournament was excellent. Um, I think that it was a return to form uh, for for New Japan Pro Wrestling um, compared to what they have been doing as far as booking. Um, the match was great. Um, it wasn't best of Super Juniors great, but it was it was definitely a very great match. Um, Will Ospreay does win in the end. Um, he will go on to face Kota Ibushi. That is going to be at Sakura Genesis. That is April fourth. Um, so he had so so you have the whole Great Empire in in the ring at at the end. Um, Osprey's cutting a promo. He's saying you know that he that that he really loves the IWGP World World Heavyweight Championship. And that, and there is nothing he loves more, and there is no one he loves more. Turns around, gives B. Priestley an Oz cutter, stunned shock and silence throughout throughout the whole arena, and he just and all three of them just walk out. So now, so now we have this super heel Osprey, um, the the Empire standing tall. And this caught a lot of flack. Uh, this really split the Twitterverse um, as far as this is very opposite of what New Japan does. Um, you know, they, they don't do 
you know, they, they don't do spots like this where, you know, you have a man, you know, putting, you know, doing any, any kind of move to a woman. That's a, that's a lot of, you know, American writing. Um, but throughout this whole tournament, that was the most American thing they did. And some people on Twitter said that it was them using domestic violence to put over a heel, which I completely disagree with. Um, Matt brought up the Randy Orton RKO on Stacy Keebler in 2004, which I thought was a great comparison. Um, call, call me crazy. Will Ospreay is going, going, going to win. I don't think you, you have a segment like, like that and you cut a promo like that. And then his, his, his backstage promo was exactly the same. He said, um, he said, you know, relationship for five years, it doesn't mean a thing because all I want is the world heavyweight championship and everything that Will Ospreay has been saying and doing, um, I really feel like this is Will Ospreay's time. Um, I, I don't see why, why not is the thing he has the, he has, you know, one of the top stables now, arguably in, in, in the entire company. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this entire tournament. Um, I hope they can keep it rolling. I hope they don't continue to go back to the Americanized booking that they were, were doing. Um, but yeah, it was outstanding and I loved every second of it. Take your $9.30 every single month on the first. Go get yourself some New Japan Pro Wrestling World. All right. Catch up. Watch everything there is. They have their entire library there. It's worth your money. It is. It is. Uh, it is for sure. Um, I, I was going to say, man, I'm, I'm, I, I want to disagree with you because of just, you know, we waited for Abushi for so long. And it just mm -hmm. seems like he, well, it doesn't just seem like he actually hasn't had the belt very long. And for that to be, mm -hmm. but then again, yeah, they put a lot into that. They put a lot into that, that whole, you know, story, you know, the match was the match. And then the story actors with, you know, I mean, I like seeing B Priestley there. I'd love to see a lot more um, women mm -hmm. involved and, and maybe that's going to help that happen. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think, I want you to be wrong, but I just don't think you are. Gosh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that Bree, I think that B Priestley is on her way back to start over a little bit. Um, from what I was reading, uh, to kind of separate that for a little bit, which is why I really think this is the time they're pulling the trigger. Um, also, some of the spots because I keep bringing up the American way of them booking. This was a very hard this this is a hardcore match not you know typically what you would see but a lot of a lot of table spots um a lot of a lot of outside work all 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 great especially the 450 uh osprey pulled through through the table um that spot was outstanding um but definitely you you can sense a changing of the guard especially if you want to compare it to last year's cup um having having evil turn at the end and that was kind of where everything kind of flipped the script and we are where we are now um 
but yeah, they've invested a lot into Will Ospreay and a lot into the Empire. Um, another interesting note about about that uh, Genesis show. Um, there's a, there's a six man tag. You're you're, you're gonna have Lij, and they are taking on the Empire. Um, it's gonna it, it's gonna be Cobb, Great O'Con, and the sixth person in that match is a mystery person who is the newest member of the Empire. So we kind of threw around some names earlier. Um, any any thoughts on who it might be there, Dwight? I, I don't know. All right. I, well, all right, yeah, go ahead, Matt, and then I'll. Um, there's someone who's been over in New Japan for a while now who, uh, honestly, I know can go. I mean, he mm-hmm. showed it off in WCPW, and he's mm-hmm. been considered a new guy or a uh, young boy over in New Japan for a little bit. Gabriel <laughs> Kidd is, is a fantastic person to fit the mold here. But I know, Cod, you threw out a name here who also, I think, Makes a lot of sense, especially with his uh, backstage work that he's been doing lately. Toa Hanare is primed for a spot like this, where he, where he's doing great work, but he can be now in a bigger spotlight and not have to do a whole lot. Um, I think he would be an outstanding addition. Um, I know this. Um, some people are saying that you know it might it might it might be Andrade. Um, I don't think so because coming into Japan, you have to quarantine for 14 days and that pushes it past the April 4th date. Um, So sorry to all you marks that thought that uh, the shadow was going back to new Japan. Um, But I think, I think those are the top two guys right, right, right now, unless we get a turn in the match itself. Um, or maybe somebody early on the card. I don't know. But those are the two guys that I'm leaning toward. Um, well, Dwight, you're muted, I think. All right, let me go. Um, how about a couple of ones here? You're muted. Oh. You're again. There you go. All right. What about... I can unmute myself permanently instead of just using a space bar like a douche <laughs> like I just did. Um <laughs> So, all right. So, I like I like where you would. So, I immediately popped up and I was like, okay, this is a perfect spot for a young lion to make to like take a step up. You're right. Um, And isn't wasn't um, what's his name? Uh, Shoto Amino. I think he's still in. I know he's in. I know he's in Rev Pro. I think he was in in Mm -hmm. Rev Pro. or, oh, but isn't Osprey the the Rev Pro World Champ right now? Yeah, yeah. So yep. I'm, I'm just saying be, that maybe maybe that's your guy. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I don't know. I because you're right. Kind of the perfect t- t- way to to bring up one of those guys who's ready. And I think some of the, I mean, more than a few of the Gabriel Kid definitely. That's a good call because because he's definitely mm-hmm. shown me he's ready to to move up. And then uh, oh gosh, what was the what was um the kid that was with 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 Moxley? Like, oh gosh. It was Shuda. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that was, I mean, that, that kind of got him over like crazy, you know, just, just like rando, it seemed. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see who that. That's so strange, man, because it's like, I think it doesn't matter. Like, you could bring one of those guys up. It's still a big deal, right? It's not, it's not, you're right. It's not Andrade, but it doesn't need to be. 
Um, you exactly. know who I think would be a great selection for it, but you would have to take him off of someone else's TV for a little while? Leo Rush. Well, Leo <laughs> Rush would be great. That'd be great, especially for the junior division. They'd need him right now. He's over in New Japan Strong at the moment. Yeah. Um, Kip Sabian. Oh. oh. oh I think the storyline here, uh, I feel like Sakura Genesis, or is, is it on is it Sakura Genesis or is it on the tour to Sakura Genesis? No, it is Sakura Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Do we have yeah. the date on that? April 4th. Uh, so it's not enough to, I mean... Yeah, I don't think there's enough time. They would have had to have taped AEW this week, I believe. Mm. Um, Which I believe they taped last week, though, right? Yeah, last week was taped. Yeah. So this is one I think is live. I was about to say, uh, judging by the promo that they had cut last week, um, with uh, sorry, I just got a work email that's keeping me. Huh. Um, but uh, the way they cut that promo, Miro says it doesn't matter who you are i am going to win <laughs> even right. insinuating like look between between the ropes this is it uh man i feel like they're definitely leading towards miro just dominating kip and mm-hmm. maybe taking him off tv for a little bit it would be a good time for him to jump over to new japan for a bit hmm. we might be overthinking it but i think yeah maybe. well didn't also didn't uh my other uh, answer was Ace Austin, but I don't think. Yeah, he could take I was. Th- back. Well, well, did it like Yo showed up at the end of this, and you know, Show and Yo, and they maybe that's how you split them up. I don't know, man. They, 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 it's all kinds. They're of, both chaos. Yeah, they are also going to both be on the Sakura Genesis of challenging right. for the junior titles. So yeah. uh, anything is possible. You mean winning the junior titles? Oh gosh, here we moving go. on. Well, actually, I I did actually also want to bring something up as well here. Uh, I wanted to backtrack a little bit while I was away from the screen. Uh, Man, I I have a really hard time arguing with you about Osprey winning the belt here. I have a really hard time because also, like, you can't show any more level of, like, despair. Like, I need this. Like, the lengths you will go to Mm -hmm. get this, you know? at the same time, man, that's like New Japan's MO. Like, where they make it seem like they need to win it, and they need to win it now, and then they don't. Right. Like, Kenny Omega, the first challenge against Okada, Tetsuya Naito, the very next year against Okada, you know? Uh, Kota Ibushi, the year after that, you know? Mm-hmm. Every time Sonata's challenged for a belt. It just it feels like they are very big on like you think this is it, but this isn't it. We're gonna we're gonna you know we want you to marinate this a little bit longer. Um, well, just a and I was thinking maybe it's too short of a reign, um, but just a couple of the last few world world heavyweight title holders. Um, Evil held it last year for forty eight days. Jay White in 2019 held it for 54 days. Tana held it for 38 days. And Naito held it for 70 days. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is just in the last handful of years. Um, So 
I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for them to switch it. I think it also goes with, you know, the new style of booking that they've been doing is that, you know, they're going to ride the ticket and that ticket is whoever they invested. That's why, that's why they invested. That's why they invested in Shingo. Um, he, he, he cut that, he cut that outstanding promo after his uh, second round round match. And we all thought he was going to win it. Yeah. Um, and now they've got Osprey rolling. Um, the empire's got a little bit of momentum. Osprey winning it really is carrying it now. Um, I just, I just don't see how they do all this and don't give them the title. That being said, I, I just, I, I gotta keep saying it. Like I felt that same way when they did Omega with the G1. I just, I don't know, man. There's just that, that like ten percent of doubt. That's just Matthew. for me to go like, <laughs> nah. Because how many Matthew. times am I like, nah? He's winning it this time. This is it, and it doesn't happen. What if, what if I, it didn't happen, Matthew? What what if I told you this was the way to get Shingo a world heavyweight championship run? Sure, mm. I just don't think it's happening here because the only person who's going to take the belt off of Will Osprey, uh, his last name, well, I think technically his first name only has five letters in it. Mm. Correct here, and we all know that is Okada. Oh my gosh! Look, mm. no, think about it. Think about it. It plays into the promo that he cut at after the final, saying he's only lost to one person at this arena. That only yeah. person was Okada. True. True. Uh, Osprey no can't that, beat. Doesn't Okada. Okada have a bad? Doesn't Okada have a bad back though? And that's why he's not winning it mm-hmm. until Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, okay. All right, well, we got a, we got we got what eight months to get there. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I could right. I could just as easily see this turn into Kota Ibushi versus Okada because when they unified the belts at uh, last two Wrestle Kingdoms now, uh, Okada defeated Kota Ibushi. Right. Kota mm. Ibushi can't beat Okada, right. just like Kenny Omega couldn't beat Okada. Oh gosh. Everyone um, is Kenny Omega to Okada. Yeah. No one can beat him on the first yeah. try. It usually takes like five or six. Yeah. Um, before we move on, uh some PW insider news. Um, and this is straight from the source. Charlotte Flair is now not scheduled to be on SmackDown this Friday. Um, and Rhea and Rhea Ripley will be a heel coming to Raw. So where's that coming from? Is that PW Insider, but you know, you know, Rhea Ripley's a better heel. She is. Um, I don't think she deserves the shot at Mania that she's about to get, but you know, it's going <laughs> to happen apparently. So. She, she did. She didn't deserve the other shot at Mania that she got. But, well, no, she was the champion at that point. But I, I don't know what I'm just saying. She did that. She was not ready for that spot. That's for sure. Um, Correct. I feel like her winning would have changed a lot of our opinions on this. That being said, her winning the yeah. NXT title, um, they lost all momentum with her the second she won the belt. It was very John Moxley esque. Yeah, yeah, very, okay. very. Agreed. All um, right, well, can we talk about the NWA yet? Yeah, I was about to yeah, say, let's get back to the attack here. 
Because we're back for the attack. Back for the attack. Baby. NWA had their official return. They had their pay per view uh, yesterday at four o'clock, um, and this event was held in memory of uh, Joseph Hudson, better known as Josephus, or also the Question Mark. Uh, he died in February, and this is actually, um, from my understanding, the continuation. Uh, I think before Josephus' untimely death, the word is that they're maybe planning on doing the Crockett Cup mm-hmm. instead, but they changed events once they. Wanted yep. a memorial for it, um, and we had some pretty interesting things here. So, uh, mm-hmm. Slice Boogie defeated Crimson, Jax Dane, and Jordan Clearwater in a four-way match. Mm-hmm. It's good. I um, think I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Slice Boogie looks like he 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 could be a player, but there's one thing he's got to change, and it's those and it's those New York Mets tights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Man, and, and I hate being this guy, but like ring ring apparel is so like it, it's such a big part of success in my opinion. You it know, is. Um, this match felt rushed. Well, it was only it wasn't even six minutes; it was five minutes forty one seconds. Why couldn't um, we take minutes? Oh. You could have afforded to give it more time here. Why couldn't we take minutes from this next match? <laughs> this match? Uh, we yeah. saw the return of Tyrus. Uh-huh. Defeated J.R. Kratos in a singles match. Um, man, Tyrus. Tyrus looked real rough here. For those of you who don't know, Tyrus is Brodus Clay. Um, and he was Tyrus in Impact Wrestling. He's 48 years old. Um, and I hate I hate being this guy, but man, he looks at he looks at it this point. Um it was it was rough, man. Kratos carried him as best he could, but even Kratos, I think Kratos is still maybe just a little too green for that kind of responsibility. Yeah, and it it it, it looked that way, um, and and obviously, gosh, Tyrus, think about it. When really was the last time he was wrestling in any sense of a regular schedule? Even, wrestling, even when yeah, Matt Hardy was there. Right. So you're talking about what? Four years ago, five years ago, maybe six. Um, maybe six. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, he's been doing the, you know, the pundit thing on Fox with uh, Greg Gutfeld, which I don't know. He's kind of I, I, that's that's a that, I used to catch that show every now and again, and he was he was he was it was almost like he was a uh, Walmart version of uh, JBL, you know, as far as trying to make a career over into. You know, being a thought person, or that, but he never came. He never. I mean, he's 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 an all right guy in that role. But um, as far as this match, it's just like poor. I felt sorry for him, really. And then, of course, Kratos is not. He's younger, but he wasn't ready to 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 carry the load either. So it was, you know, it was it was okay because at least he's a name that NWA and NWA has lost a lot of people. They really have. Yeah. Yeah, um, Kratos is in a perfect spot with him with him tagging with 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 Aaron Stevens, a yeah. a, a a safe a safe veteran. Um, yeah, no way was he going to carry the load in this match. This is a bad match. Um, yeah. It was very disappointing. Um, this match went for what seven minutes something seven seven twenty seven. Yeah. It felt like four. It, it, it felt like fourteen. Like right. just slow movement, nothing really going on. Um, just, just, just not good. Yeah, and then of course when when Tyrus tried to do the Vader bomb, and 
and and of course, I mean, I know that's a spot, but he looked bad, man. He looked bad. Yeah. When he crashed and burned on the Vader bomb, but whatever, you know, elbow drop, he wins. Yeah. And what an elbow drop it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it was something. Uh, next match here, man. Uh, okay, uh, we we gotta talk about this one. Elijah yep. Burke, the NWA World Television Champion, that's went to Pope. a time limit draw with Tom Latimer. Um, mm-hmm. That's the, that's the Pope, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's the Pope. It's D'Angelo De Niro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really quick as well. Uh, this is the because we were curious as we were watching it. Uh, this is the first event where they changed the time limit uh, yes. from six oh five to ten oh five. That's um, right. So I know there were some questions about that. Well, let me just say, in the old days, the television mm-hmm. title was ten minute time limit. That was it. The six oh five thing they did because you know six there was yeah it, it, TNT came on it on Saturday night on uh, WCW on T on TBS came on at six oh five on Saturday night, and so and that was kind of a throwback to the Georgia Championship Wrestling whatever it was their time slot, but um, the ten minute time limit was the TV title, which I always thought was a great title to have because it's a, it's not like your, you know, 24 seven title where it's, where, you know, it's, it, it has a stipulation, but that 10 minute time limit, you have to have a different strategy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I would love it back in the day when you had like Arn Anderson or you had Wahoo McDaniel or Johnny Weaver, anybody of those guys that it was like, it was hard to beat them because you only had 10 minutes and draw goes to the champ. So hey, it was I like Steven it. Regal did that when he was the WCW television champion. Yes. And it was outstanding. He was healing it up every single time. It was great. Yeah, he'd do wrestle or he would do a just a hold, you know, just so he could so the time would go. And that and that's that, you know, that's a that adds to, you know, that it's it's a different, it's not a stipulation as much as it's just a different strategy and it requires some different type of storytelling. And uh, let me I just say, they, told a great story in this match. they they did. I mean, it, for mm-hmm. everything, the first match wasn't good. This one was good, and you had two guys that 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 are good. You know, uh, to, I like Tom Latimer. And I um, gotta tell you, I really thought Latimer was winning this. I, I really, really did. I did too. Um, I did I miss Zicky Dice. I'm not happy. I was that the Pope I, was still there though. I I love Pope. Dice. Yeah, my Pope good. was never a world champion in ECW or TNA. I will never understand. That dude has all of it. I mean, he is charismatic. He has a great look. He had a great bit. He's great in ring. He's safe. I never understood. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. Uh, you know, this might be a hot take. This is my favorite match of the night. I uh, love this. Hot take at all. No, I'm, I'm I love you. this match from start to finish. Pope looked fantastic. He's 42. He looks like he's 32. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought when he was coming out, we thought that he was wrestling it, or sorry, I should say one of us thought he was going to be red and wrestling in a t-shirt. He I took was, it off. I, mean, I, I will say, I was worried. He came uh, out with his gear and, he, and you saw like the yellow underarm and I was like, no, no, then, don't do this to me, Pope. Listen, he took it off and that switch Lift. We were invested fully. Yeah. He did not disappoint whatsoever. It was a good right. look. It was a good mm-hmm. look. I was. I, mm-hmm. I will say I was wrong. I was very, very happy to be wrong. It was a good look. Um, and also, you could tell he wasn't happy that it went to a draw. He looked like he was right. to be like, "Look, we got to do yeah. this again." Um, and and Lambert was like, "Nah." Yeah. 
Um, so I, I definitely think we're probably going to revisit this match. Maybe they even make it a, uh, a no time limit or something. They try and, and gimmick this a little bit. Um, here's, here's a gimmick for you. I want this. I want this to end up being a part of the lucky seven rule and for the Pope to get a world heavyweight championship shot. I'd be all for it. I just hate the fact that he's going to lose to Nick Aldis. Yeah, true. Listen, it's not going to be a terrible match though. It will be, but. All right. Let me ask you guys something. uh, And this is just a right off the top of my head question. What do you what do you like better? I know what I I like them both. Do you like what do you like better? Do you like the, the NWA television ti- television title with its ten minute time limit stipulation, or the Ring of Honor pure title? Which I'm gonna tell you, I already like the television t- title rules for everything you stated. It makes you you know it doesn't make you overthink. And not that that's a bad stipulation for, for, you know, pure matches. Um, but it just, you know, you have, you have 10 minutes to win and that's, and that's it. Yep. You know, with when you get into the pure rules a little more, you know, you got to think about the rope breaks. Then you got to think yeah. about now it's a 15 minute time limit. It's, 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 it's a little much for me. I enjoy the matches a lot. Uh, but if I had to pick between the two, it'd be the television title rules. Yeah. Oh, Ring of Honor pure title rules would be my <laughs> pick here. Okay. And it's it's nothing against uh, the the rules necessarily for for the TV title rules, and I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just it, I feel like the rules for the pure championship forces the workers to go harder and and it's it, once again this this is gonna sound bad and i'm so sorry guys i love nwa i love ring of honor here um i've never seen a bad ring of honor pure match oh. i have seen a bad tv title defense yeah I, well yeah I'll, I'll just say and i'll go down old school just for just as a break since we are talking about the nwa i just remember as a kid and got this is a long time ago so and you but uh, Gene Anderson, I think, was the television title, and Johnny Weaver was the baby face. So you're talking about when I, this is like the '70s, like mid '70s, and I just remember watching that on Saturday. And Johnny Weaver's big move, his finishing move, was a sleeper, right? So if he if he put the sleeper on you, you were going out, right? And so it's like we're watching, and it's the very end of the show, and oh, he's got him in the sleeper, and he's going to sleep, and he's going to sleep, and he's got him. He's finally going to beat him for the title, and then the bell rings. It's a ten minute time limit. And it was just like so much. It was like it le- it lends to that like those heartbreaking almost moments and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I just maybe it's bringing some of my old school like uh, love for for the old school wrestling, but the, I'm loving the TV title. Yeah, and I and I'll piggyback on that really really quick. Uh, the way that they the way that they wrestled this match it was perfect timing it was it was like the time of it didn't expire we were like mid suplex you know there was there were seconds left and they were both on the mat they were both gassed and then the time was right they got up and they started throwing fists again you know it it was excellent yeah yeah um and once again i thought Pope and Latimer showed off here. I just have this feeling that Latimer's going to end up taking the belt off of all of us. Okay. Um, 
Uh, and maybe this has everything to do with me misreading our interview with Camille here, where she was really talking <laughs> about how good Tom Latimer is. But right. man, we have some degrees of separation because of COVID. We can talk about how, you know, he can't afford to take the time off to be second fiddle anymore. You know, we, we can go mm-hmm. that route and you can put Camille in that hot spot of she's the insurance policy, but also, you know, <laughs> she's, she's the love interest of the other. So yep. I think that's really good storytelling. I think it'll be a really good match. Um, but speaking of, speaking of Camille, speaking of Camille up next, we have Camille versus Thunder Rosa where Camille did pick up the win here uh, after 14 minutes and four seconds. I thought this match went a couple minutes too long. Um, and man, uh, I'll I say it so you don't have to say it. No, Camille no, looked wait, green wait. as hell. Yes. I, I, I'm never going to say anything bad about someone who we've had on this show. And that, but, that, um, but that's not a bad thing. I think, I think that, um, the, that, that to your point, that it going longer exposed her more. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the style of the match they set up did not show off her strength as much as I thought they should have. Um, mm-hmm. Camille Brickhouse is just that. She's a Brickhouse. She's strong. Um, I, I remember turning to Mike DeShazer while we were watching the show and being like, man, her shoulders look incredible just in terms of a bodybuilder standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's you, a freak. Yeah. I, I, she's a physical specimen. And I was talking about how we should have uh, we everything that we do with Camille, we should do with Jade Cargo. She can talk, yeah. let her talk, I don't care. American Gladiator this up. I've been saying right. it. I've been saying it. Everything you're doing with Camille, <sighs> do with Jade. But I really feel like we did not play to Camille's strength, especially with her going over here. And I thought her winning was the right choice. Right. Um, I love Thunder Rosa. Love Thunder Rosa to death. Thunder Rosa, I don't think, is going to be in NWA for a very long time. Right. Um, so. I think you're well, right. Do, you're right. Go ahead, um, Cod. Uh, really, really quick. Um, we might be losing Thunder Rosa. But we will be gaining Taryn Terrell back, yeah, who was, was on commentary for this match. For this match. Um, but um, but uh, and and she came out of retirement very recently, um, and has expressed her desire to go after the NWA World Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I think I'm going to go as far as the match goes. I think it was plus Thunder Rosa is so good i mean that's the thing and um i was hoping maybe she could sort of carry the match but it seemed just like it was disjointed like there were mm-hmm. you know it was almost like like you were saying she looked camille looked green i mean she looked green because honestly she is green that's the thing she has a look but she needs that experience and COVID hasn't helped with all this and so you take someone like thunder rosa Who's who's just you know she's she's top notch, um, and and she did good. I mean it was a decent match. I was I was I was you know I'm, I'm interested. It was good, and I think Camille's got all the potential in the world. Um, but yeah, yeah it it, lo- it just looked like sort of groups of spots, sort of put put together. You know, like they were like like almost like reading Camille it. in situations where I didn't think we were giving her the best chance to succeed. Well, yeah. The, the 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 little double spear thing at the end was kind of good though. I mean that's yeah, you know. Um, 
I, I, I said this when we interviewed her, but I really do feel like Camille is on the cusp of greatness. Like once, once that last little bit clicks, like star. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know that she's, she, she has very much that, and I hate to make that comparison because it's not, but she very much has a China, China-esque sort of thing going. Um, and so where it's, I mean, she can get off with that, that, you know, stone look on her face. Yeah, and the, stone cold. Yeah, a little badass, that kind of thing, like China, China was when she'd sit there with her arms folded, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm, but, but, you know, best of luck to her, because I think she's got her, her best days are ahead of her, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, up next, we had Trevor Murdoch successfully defend the NWA National Championship against Chris Adonis. I'm going to eat my words here. Drew, this is for you. Chris Adonis did use the master lock and not the Adonis lock like I thought it was. <laughs> so there's my crow. There's my crow. I'll eat it. Um, Just you for know, you, Drew. Um, I will say this. Uh, Trevor Murdoch gets his uh, ring to king loss back right here. Um, his first <laughs> loss in ring to king was against American Adonis. Okay. Um, and he gets it back here. Um, you know, it's crazy to think that Trevor Murdoch retired a handful of years ago, and now he's kind of back on this, you know, comeback tour. And um, I don't, he, you know, he has a certain, um, just very, all right, very much so like Kevin Nash. He has his own move, moves of doom where yeah. he'll hit him, he'll get in, he'll get out, and that's it. Um, Trevor Murdoch is the same way. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's just, you know, everybody has their own match flow. Um, and, and, this a, and, th and this is a fine match. Um, yeah. and he can hit a cross body all every, every, every day ending in Y, but mm -hmm. you know, the match went eight thirty eight for mm -hmm. a reason. Okay. We knew, we knew when to finish it. Okay, and you know what, Chris Adonis looked looked good too. Yep. I mean, this is overall a really good match. Mm -hmm. I love I love Trevor Murdoch. I'm 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 sorry, I do. I just do because he's definitely old. He's got the old school vibe. He looks like Dick Murdoch. I'm sorry, he just does. He's actually maybe a little chubbier than Dick Murdoch. I don't know, but I think Dick Murdoch probably, you know, he had that that beer gut thing going on too, but whatever. Oh my God. I forgot he was one half of the dubs. Yeah. And so God bless America. Did, did you? Well, here's, a, here's the other thing. I too. tried to, but, but, tried but to. I'm going to tell you what, almost nobody does a Russian leg sweep like Trevor Murdoch. So let me just tell you. No. I completely agree. Mm. Um, that's the thing. Trevor Murdoch, uh, man, he's another guy who I don't think gets the credit he deserves. Cause really he is a pro wrestlers, pro wrestler. You know, right. he is he is that NWA-esque brawler, you know. I mean, he's got to throw in some quick wrestling, and, and he's got he's got to be real good at, like, the stuff that he does. Well, but, well, and you know why? We know why. Because he trained with Harley Race with our good friend, friend of the show, um, mm -hmm. Beer City Bruiser. Easy you know, me. yet they were all part of that same uh, with, uh, with uh, Joe Hennig. You know, those guys. So, of course, they can work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They can work. And so, Trevor Murdoch, for whatever he lacks in Beachbody, uh, which Chris Adonis was was, was rocking, um, he makes up for in his in-ring skill, that's for sure. 
And you know what? I thought yeah. Adonis looked real good too here. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, yep. much better than the last time I saw him wrestle. Um, kind of surprised he's not maybe back in Impact as well. Yeah, um, uh, he's thirty-eight. That might be why. Yeah, that means hey, nothing. How old Tommy Dreamer is fifty. Oh, yeah. Joe Doring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so do you? Hey, is he one that's? Um, I know there's some water under the bridge with WWE. Could he be a Royal Rumble uh, surprise entrant in the future? I'm throwing that out there. Tested right. positive twice, man. I don't know. Ah, no. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, um, wait. Hulk Hogan is hosting wait. WrestleMania. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do you guys know how old Joe Doring is? Joe Doring. Probably the same age as him. Probably like thirty or thirty-nine. He's thirty-eight. Yeah. yeah. I thought Joe Doran was like forty-nine. <laughs> no. That's um, that's Cam Shamrock. Um, Trevor Murdoch looks like me in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he's tall. He's definitely taller, but a I little think bit you're taller. Giving yourself not enough credit here, God. <laughs> I don't know. He's a bit taller, but. As far I think as you beach, might be beach, just a little bit slimmer. As far as beach body goes, I, I think we're pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as I like, was the it, it, Trevor Murdoch's more the pontoon boat body, you know, with a <laughs> with a cooler full of beer. <laughs> All right. I still love him. Main though. event time. Nick Aldis retains the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, in 21 minutes and 29 seconds against Aaron Stevens. This match was a tribute to, uh, of course, Josephus, question mark, Joseph Hudson. Um, and they did the 10-bell salute before this match. I'm, I, I hate ever criticize anyone's tributes to the dead. Uh, this just felt really awkward to me. I, maybe um, it's just because my whole life they've always done it at the beginning of the show. That's always when you do it. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, the only reason I could think as to really why they did it this way is because about midway through this show, they had a backstage uh segment with um, what's her face and Aaron Stevens, and um, he essentially goes on a very heartfelt promo, um, and he just dedicates the match to him. Um, so that would be the only reasoning I could think of, um, because like you said, I've never seen it done this way. Um, I saw it when they retired the undertaker and he died. Um, mm-hmm. so, oh, wow. <laughs> well, well, did you see, I don't know if either one of you guys watched the, like, um, the, the, the little video, the leading to video they did yeah. for this was on YouTube. That was yeah. kind of a. Which was way more into the like that was the one that kind of tugged at my heartstrings. That was you know leading up to this, especially when you, know, you saw Aaron Stevens come off script and kind of just like really, I mean, because he t- he was really open, you know, as far as um, yeah. you know them, you know how how it affected him just as a person for real, and then uh, just just really really putting him over, putting uh, Josephus over, and as far as how he helped him in real life and then to build it into the match. And that was cool the way Nick Aldis handled it too, because he was like, yeah, he's a great guy and all this, but you know, and that's all, it's great, but I'm the world, I'm the best and I'm going to stay the best. And that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought I, it was very classy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, and plus, I mean, just, I, I see him and for the longest time I saw Aaron Stevens 
it was he was doing almost the 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 same old Damian Sandow shtick, just with a mm-hmm. different different name. And I wasn't always completely down for it. And but this definitely shows kind of a he turned a corner a bit, I think, into you know actually you know he's a good wrestler, not just a good character. No, I, I can buy that. Um, I don't think there's really much to say about this match either because it was typical Nick Aldis, NWA, um, Aaron Stevens doing his shtick, like you, like you said. Mm-hmm. Nick Aldis has his ebb and flow, and they got in and got out. It was a very average world title match, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, and Austin Idol, who's great, you know, uh, who was great. Let me just let me rephrase that. Back in, you know, back in Memphis, back in the day, um, mm-hmm. always was a great promo. Um, yeah, but that's, it seemed like him on commentary was him just cutting a promo for the whole match. Anybody else feel like that to yeah. me? Yeah. Well, and it almost felt like, like, why? Where are we going right. from here with you? Yeah. I know Austin, I don't remember, he, he advertised, he was one of the, backers i think and it wasn't the advertisers when they first came back on tv so i know he's been involved with them uh, his because he has a wrestling school still in good shape i mean he's you know he's a good uh um a good name in the south and people remember him but yeah it just seemed like uh, some guys do really well on commentary and J- jerry lawler does that kind of you know where he he maintains his character while also telling the story of the match where Austin Idol just seemed to be like cutting, really, like he was cutting a promo, getting himself over as the as the commentator, you know. Which, yeah, I don't know. It's just a skill that he obviously needs some work on. I can buy that. Um, yeah, okay, this this is a good match. It was not a bad match. I just, I don't know. They got to a point where I was like, eh, okay, let's let's finish. Right, and then the and then the, the, the sneaky inside cradle to end the match. Isn't that yeah. how he beat Cody? That's how he beat Cody too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like okay. Um. No, no, no. He got him, and he got he got Cody in the clover leaf. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, Cody caught him uh, when yeah. he tried to go. Oh, you're him. right. Yeah. No. All right. Now I remember. Um. As we transition into fast lane, um, Charlotte Flair tested positive for COVID. Okay. Oh. Like recent, recently, or um, while she she wasn't specific, but it was on her Twitter. Uh, she said, "I know everyone's been wondering where I've been. I tested positive for COVID and have been at home resting. Thank you, everyone, for your love." That so that might also taken off everything too. There you go. They don't know. Now, wait, wait, wait. But why acknowledge it with Drew when you can just do the exact same thing here? Yeah, maybe that's the new uh, thing. You know. Well, know. let's talk about Fastlane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was a good transition into um, an average show. Yeah, okay, okay. I feel like I'm going to end up ranting about this show. And I want to emphasize this wasn't a bad show. It wasn't like a fantastic show. It wasn't a bad show. Um, I think if you look at the main event on paper, the story of the main event is better than the actual match. Oh, God, it was like waterboarding. No, okay. I fell asleep. Yes. Now look, I don't think it was a bad match. No, I don't. 
I just think. Do we want to get the rest of the card first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Can so, we go fast? Can we go fast like I did when I watched it? Yeah. Can yeah. we? Can we get in the fast lane? Can we? <laughs> yeah. Can right. we finish this review in eighteen minutes? Yeah, absolutely. We, we can finish it in ten. So Riddle mm-hmm. defeats Mustafa Ali uh, to retain the United States title on the pre-show, and Retribution blows up. They all walk out on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dio Madden and Dominic Dijakovic. I'm not going to use those names they had prior. I refuse at this point since they're no longer a part of the unit. Uh, yeah. Give them the blackout, which is that double choke slam into side slam. Uh, they they call it hard justice. I, I don't just, think that was the actual call. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I feel like it's been called like six different things. Yep. Doesn't matter. Mustafa is on his own now. Yeah. Well, uh, here's a little quick bit of news on that, though. Um, Ooh. So, uh, Mustafa, Ali, Mustafa Ali has been working hurt this entire time. Um, yeah. He apparently really hurt his leg back at the Rumble, and the plan was to have Retribution blow up at WrestleMania in some big match um, to take him off the TV. So that's why he's been on TV and just mainly having these short matches and like berating Mm. Retribution. Now, personally, and once again, I'm fancy booking or couch booking, whatever you want to say it, I probably wouldn't have had him wrestle if he's hurt like this. I'd probably just let everyone who is in Retribution lose and him go do the same thing after the match. But that's beside the point. Um, yeah, and what, what I was reading too is that basically I think this was a Vince McMahon call. He lost patience with it, and we just mm-hmm. said, we're done. You ever had patience with it? Well, just you know, yeah. he, he just got sick of it and decided that it was done, and so they they did it. Like I, I whatever they had planned, that he just like like he does. But I mean, that's a rumor. I obviously I don't know the guy. So, all right, up next is the worst match of the night, in my opinion. Nia oh. Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Reginald retain the, the women's tag titles over Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Shenanigans. Up next, we got Biggie. I try. I tried to move on. Well, yeah. we got we got to hit all the facts though. I mean, Sasha Banks is a working heel now. She'll work heel against Bianca Belair Mania. This is probably the best choice. Be- uh, Banks is a really good heel. Uh, Belair at this point is a much more believable babyface, especially with her story and winning the Rumble. Makes more sense for her to win the title there. So. I think this makes the most storyline sense. I give women's tag team wrestling a very hard time on this show. Um, exhibit, <laughs> ex- exhibit A. This match did not need to happen. There was no point for this match to happen. You just had it a couple of weeks ago at, at the, the dang Elimination Rumble. Chamber. No, yeah. no, Elimination Chamber. So... The only reason to do this is to show that Sasha Banks is a heel. Like, yes. why couldn't we? Like, why yes. couldn't we do this? Why couldn't we do this on an episode of SmackDown? Right. Okay. Why did you have to waste? Okay, nine minutes and forty-five seconds of match time plus entrances plus the post thing. So we're looking at like thirteen to fourteen yeah. minutes of my life. I will never get back. And right. the quicker that. You know, women's tag team, you know, tag tag team titles go go away. The mm-hmm. better professional wrestling wrestling will be, and that's my hot take. Agree, well, agree or disagree? Here's okay. what I disagree. You got to actually have tag teams to have a division and keep said tag teams. If we kept all the teams that we had when we started, 
the women's tag division, we'd be in a much better place now. But we broke up three of them immediately afterwards. I will circle back to what we brought up in the last match, and that is the patience of Vince McMahon. Yeah. True. It's almost like we did it to do it. Yeah. That's why we we have NXT women's tag team titles. (sighs) The main roster did it, so now we have to do it. Yeah. It's well, and you know what? You're right. I, I just think I only I only think about this, and that's all I want to say about this match. Everybody knows how mm-hmm. I feel about Nia, Nia Jax, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say that they were the champs, and so you used the women's tag team champions really only to further a story with the people that they beat, which is again they beat them again. So you could have done that with any two people, right? On an episode of SmackDown, it didn't need to be your tag champions that you did that with. It's a joke. It, it demeans the tag team championships even more. That even even if we don't think they need to exist, they do. But to use them just mm-hmm. to further, you know, the breakup story because obviously they aren't the main part of that match. Whatever. I'm I'm, I'm you know how I feel about it. The quicker they you get rid of them, the better. Entire like, segment yeah. with a little bit of ding dong hello. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong hello. Hello, Biggie Langston. Face Apollo Crews here. What was a decent match up until the finish, which was screwy. Um, yeah. I, I, look, I don't even know how to describe it. It looked like Apollo Crews went for a roll-up. A Big E was supposed to reverse it, but he couldn't get all the way around, so he tried to bridge. And he got his shoulder up, but I don't think Apollo's shoulders were down. The ref looked confused. Commentary didn't know who won. They never announced the winner. Um, but then they, the counters was like, uh, uh, Apollo started beating down on Big E, and, and counter was like, oh, well, I guess... Big E won based on Apollo's reaction. This is really bad when I went to step away um, and then I come back and commentary is confused as all get out about what just happened. And I'm like, we well, what confused. did just happen? And I was literally like, what did just happen? It was like, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I thought it was just a bad pop. <laughs> like, It's fair. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there there are better ways, in my opinion, to build the story again to Mania, like maybe a double countout or maybe a DQ or something. Um, Braun Strowman defeated Elias because Shane McMahon's faking an injury. You forgot about the Old Spice person beating our truth uh, Eric Boogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric Boogs, 24-7 champion for all of two seconds. Right. Um, there you go. There's that. Um, just okay. So we are up to the show where the twenty four seven and titles change hands and change back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So welcome to Peacock. Okay. Yeah. This is your first professional wrestling show. You have you have Peacock. You're like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. You get an abysmal tag team match. Okay. You get a. You get a you you get a decent icy title match with a kind of a confusing finish. Then you get the Braun Strowman match, and then huh. you get this. So your first hour on Peacock is an absolute garbage fire. Yep. Okay, there were people <laughs> making fun of it on Twitter. But yeah. um, I forget it was when we we pointed out when we were all watch, watching it. Like um, you know you know imagine you saying you're getting this and then you get this and asking yep. for your refund. Like, yep. it, 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 it's... Uh, oh, welcome, to, 
Oh, and let me tell you, not being able to rewind on dang Peacock <laughs> is annoying. Apparently, that's going to get fixed, but yeah. uh, it better. That make our life easier. We found that out when we couldn't backtrack to figure out what the hell happened with Biggie and Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. Are we good just to say that Braun Strowman squashed Elias? Yes. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Seth Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura in actually a pretty fun match that went uh, almost 13 minutes. This is my second favorite match of the night. Uh Um, Arguably, some people might put it third, but... um, I thought this furthered the storyline, and we're going to get Rollins versus Cesaro at Mania. Um, yeah, this is probably my second favorite match of the night. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think Shinsuke loses anything here with the loss. Um, oh. Rollins looks like, you know, how he should. So. I'll say this: Shinsuke probably looks better in this loss than he has for months now in on main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually let Shinsuke be Shinsuke. It was beautiful. Well, he did that the gauntlet that he that he you know went through, which yeah, is pretty then, awesome. Yeah, then we all were supposed yeah. to forget about it immediately. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre defeated Sheamus in a no holds barred match that went 19 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, and honestly, this is probably my match of the night. Uh, everything mm, 100% from the, agree. everything from the before match uh, vignette was fantastic. I thought that was class. Um, and uh, the actual match, I thought, was very fun and delivered. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really, and this is bad, and maybe this is where I am also a little frustrated with the situation here on Monday Night Raw. This this should have been your title match at this show. This should have been the closer. Um, and then have good old Bob Lashley come out here and say he's taking the belt at Mania. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I I, w- I will say this though, and it what you're right. This was the best match of the night, I think. Um, although, let me just say, I hate the Thunderdome. We are well, this is awesome chance. Oh yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause, <laughs> because you because you know they're pumped in. You know it's pumped in. Yeah, and, yeah. And it it makes it so disingenuous. Because because it actually it kind of, it kind of was like some of it was, especially when you see like Seamus's back bleeding. You know, and, and it's like, so it's like, yeah, I'm digging this. And, but then I'm going, wait a second, this is fake. They're, ch- they're pumping in the, this is awesome chant. Okay. Um, yeah. I, one thing I do want to point out, cause this, we had to talk about this while we were watching the show yesterday. At one point, Drew McIntyre throws Seamus through the Thunderdome. Yeah. And we're talking about like, man, you know, it would be great. Well, maybe horrible, but also great if the people who were in those screens to watch the match, we're suddenly just dropped and disconnected. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I should have, I should have went back to see if that hole was still there after that match. Yeah, or was just like the name, like when your Zoom camera goes out. Yeah. It's just, you know, the participant, participant. That would have been good. It will. Uh, but yeah, this this is a great match. I really thought they did a great job of violence against each other. McIntyre with with the Scottish face paint. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't remember if it was Yukon or DeShazo or Drew, but he should have I think had the face paint down a little bit more into his chest too. It just kind of like stopped at his neck and looked just a little bit awkward. But I think if he had a little bit lower, it would have been good. Yeah, not I, but I agree. I, I, I feel like that was a Mike DeShazo one. 
But it Matt could Jones be a uh, Bam McNeely uh, one as well. A Bam McNeely? A Bam McNeely. Alexa, okay, so this is probably a thing we should talk about the most. <laughs> Alexa Bliss defeated Randy Orton in this intergender match that only went four minutes and 45 seconds. I really thought this was much longer than that, honestly. Um, uh, I will mention uh, Alexa Bliss did not hit an offensive move. Mm. She got Stop. a pin. That's all that matters. Well, now wait. Well, okay, didn't hit. But I mean, she did didn't. shoot a fireball at Randy Orton. That I think they uh, said on commentary that he deflected. Did, no, it didn't. <laughs> they, they, they did. Well, didn't she? She did. Didn't, isn't she the one that's making him puke up the whatever oh, liquid yeah, or yeah. whatever? The sludge. So, the yeah. black stuff. Yeah. Papa Shango stuff. Yeah, he, she, he was Papa Shango. Yeah. Um, Tried to drop a, a camera rig on him. Mm-hmm. Tried to light him on fire earlier with like the yeah. Yeah. Some somebody somebody the best tweet or comment I heard from anyone they said um, for this match where they showed the little poster and he said when you're playing WWE on your PlayStation and you click random. <laughs> this is the match you get. Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Now, you know. Yeah. We did get the return of the fiend here. And and the fiend is looking burnt. Yeah, so Melted. yeah, right. right. This was kind of cool. I, I dig this. I dig this. I do. Um and, and I like kind of this whole burnt marshmallow man fiend that we're getting here. Um yeah. okay, all right, but let me let me let me just throw this back at you and I'll make and so you can actually hate it like I do. Like the top. Um, no, I was. I'm gonna say this is what frustrates me is like we're supposed to remember that, right? We're supposed to that we're supposed to remember back a couple of months or whatever when that happened, but we're supposed to forget everything, you know, like other things that happened two weeks ago. You know, it's it's like they ask a lot of your fans. We're we're supposed to forget that we already watched that women's that same tag team match at the last pay-per-view we're supposed to forget that but we're supposed to remember, oh that's right uh the fiend, fiend and randy Orton set him on fire and whatever like that for a month ago and he has been it's like pick one buddy pick one with me i'll i'll do that i'll i will love it when i see him go oh yeah that's right he's all burnt up melted because he was set on fire i get that right but then other things it's like no no, no this happened last week but we need you to forget that you yeah, know, I, it's, well, it's it's typical. Mm-hmm. It's typical of the company, right? Um, we could we can only get so much right here. Um, it 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 does look it it does not look good though. I mean, I, you know what I mean. I don't think it's a good look. I think the mask is real cool. Yeah. I don't think the body is necessarily very cool. Yeah. Um. And, and you know what I'm kind of hoping for, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm kind of hoping it does, is that, like, every week leading up to Mania, he's looking more and more back together so that by the time we get to Mania, it's the Fiend again. Right. But maybe it's, like, you keep, like, the melted mask. Well, know? does anybody else get this vibe that's, like, like, I remember, like, we know all know Samoa Joe, like, from his days in TNA, and it was like, yeah, Joe's going to kill you. Joe's yeah. gonna, right, right. Okay. Do we feel that way about Samoa Joe now after his time in WWE? He he that is well, gone. Like that they they have put that to bed. 
that Joe's Joe, been on commentary for a while now. So well, no, I mean, even when he was there, he was losing every feud. He was, you know, all his opportunities. They took that shine. Off Mysterio. Well, okay. AJ yeah. Styles. Okay. Well, anyway, but let's just say that I'm using that as an example. Yeah. The the fiends getting that way for me, like they they've 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 killed him too many times in too many different ways. Well, and and where did that start? Yeah, Who did that start, start with? Right, I started with Goldberg, right? But no, I actually started with Seth Rollins and that stupid disqualification. I mean, it was like they had the opportunity. They built him up for months and months and months and months, and then they then they pissed on it. And then they sort of tried to build it back up, and they pissed on it again. And then it's like, then they ran the orb set him it's just like come on like this is it's starting to get frustrating and, and, and it's it's almost hit that there's no coming back from it now there's no saving that that gimmick uh, i'll reserve judgment to see kind of where we go from here Maybe i I'm definitely wrong. agree that that's uh, we're, we're treading that water we could mm-hmm. go that way i'm hoping we're gonna flip that switch and look here's what we said this from the beginning and here's what it needs to be if Bray Wyatt's going to lose, it needs to be Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend. Right. But and they're doing... There's a distinct difference between the two. But they're doing what they did with Bray Wyatt, too. It's the same thing, you know? It's, yeah, like, oh, they, well, it's, it's like because they can't they, figure out why he's getting over. The character's cool enough for you to care. He doesn't need to win. Right. And but, it's, but it's like that whole, like, we've decided this. Like, we've decided that's what Bray Wyatt is. And so it doesn't matter what, what, what anyone else thinks or even what Bray Wyatt thinks. It's, that's what they've decided he is. And so I, it's just, I thought they, th- it was going to be different with The Fiend. It's not. It's just, it's, we've, seen this, we've seen this before. We've been here. We've done this. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Didn't mean, didn't mean to throw a wet blanket on the end of the show, but, you know, it is well, WWE. Uh... W- it's WWE. At least Goldberg didn't show up. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, main event time. It is Roman Reigns versus uh, Daniel Bryan for the belt. Uh, Edge's special guest enforcer. This match is fine. It's going well. Um, I'll give this credit. Daniel Bryan shows off a couple of really cool transitions, I thought, uh, in the match. uh, Bringing up different ways to put in the label lock. Um, Shocker. Ref hits a running knee. Uh, Edge has to come in to make the count. Uh, Roman Reigns thinks he's screwing him. Jey Uso pops out. Uh, Jey Uso brings in a chair. Uh, Daniel Bryan gets said chair after dropping Jey Uso with a knee. He takes the chair, accidentally hits Edge. Edge spears? Spears? Or hits him with a chair? He hits him with a chair. Uh, this is while mine. Roman Reigns is in the bell lap. LaBelle Lockett tapping out. Um, this is pretty much, I mean, Roman, and then Roman Reigns pins uh, Daniel Bryan after getting nailed with the chair like six, seven times. And then it, it, it's very reminiscent of like Booker T, Triple H, in that Daniel Bryan was laying there for like two minutes before mm-hmm. getting pinned. And like mm-hmm. all of wrestling knowledge tells you, like, oh, he's going to pop out. Yeah. Okay. Nope. And Roman Reigns uh, pretends. This, so, I mean, this leaned a triple threat match. Yeah, and it's very sad because it, it you don't need it. 
and, disagree. Oh, God. See, the only the only reason you do this is to further protect Roman Reigns. Yep. I mean, that's really it. Uh, and it's the other right than choice. other than that, I mean, they have been building. There, there, there is story there. Yeah. Um. And, and Brian's stuff leading up to this, like his his mic work leading up to this, has been good to make sense for him to be there. And if the rumors are that this is his last WrestleMania, I'm for it. I just I, I think he's gonna eat the pin. I think this is how you get the strap on Edge, without having Roman eat the pin here. Wow. Yeah. So Roman can take it back here in a couple months. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I'm okay with it. Uh, maybe I maybe I have been Stockholm syndrome as much as I do that to other people with with school and work and everything. Uh, maybe anyway, WWE yeah. has finally got me here. Uh, you know what? I do not care as long as Edge leaves WrestleMania the champion. Right. That's all I want. That's all I want when he returns. That's all I want now. I mean, I can't tell you who I really want to win for the WWE title. I can't tell you how many matches I genuinely care about for WrestleMania looking up. I mean, we talked about this off the show where the card is not looking particularly great, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we got to cover it, which is what we do. But I, I don't know. I am struggling to get excited for it. Um, I get, get, get excited for every other show that's going to be that weekend. <laughs> well, so I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for that. There's a whole lot of, of WWE that, we're, that we got to cover, too. But, yeah, yep. I, I mean, this match was fine. It was not bad. It was 30 minutes long, and you felt yeah. that it was 30 minutes long. We could right. have probably achieved the same bit of success if it was 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. That's my you. only real critique of this match. I mean, Roman yeah. Reigns is going to wrestle a Roman Reigns match. The same thing we just said about Trevor Murdoch is very true of Roman Reigns. The mm-hmm. difference, though, seven-minute match, 30-minute match. Yeah. There, there That's it is. That's true. So no, guys, we're talking this. about this down the road, and you're like, why are you guys booing about every Roman Reigns match? Seven-minute match? 30-minute uh-huh. match. Know yeah. your limits. Well, and true, if you think about it, it's very much – I mean, it's similar with Cena. Even though I think Cena probably mm-hmm. had a better – he had, he had, a, he had a, a more move, a bigger move set than Roman yeah. Reigns. Not much bigger. I mean, it was like five moves of doom and four moves of doom. Uh, there know. was the sixth, the lightning fist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shut up. All right. And also, though, <laughs> also, and I'm gonna say this, and I, I, I think this is the beginning of when WWE got real hard to just kind of regurgitate. Um, man, Cena capable of more than just five moves, but yeah, like they they put him into such a systematic thing, like. Yeah. Look, his Hurricane Rana was some hot garbage, you know? But <laughs> that dude with the prototype spine buster, you know? Yeah. Like, he could do things, and you just chose to take him away. <laughs> you chose to turn him into a living action You know figure. what? Children can get on board with five moves. That's right. Because they wanted sweatbands and the headband, and they did You Can't See Me and all that. Yeah. I, I love wrestling. I think I'm just slowly coming to terms with the fact that WWE is not made for me. I think that's just what well, I well, uh, well, you know, and I've and I don't. I think it was. I think it was on Fightful that um, Sean Rossap may it may have been him. I'm going to give him credit if it, even if it wasn't him that said. If you just keep in mind that WWE is for children, 
all of it makes sense to you as a wrestling yeah. fan. Like, just remember that it's for children. It's not for you. Um, and, and you know what? Like, they tried to do some things for me. I'll, I'll give them that. I think they tried to, but at this point, that's just kind of too too far gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it replicates it. I I. I'm shitting on them at this point. I'm going to stop. This wasn't a bad show. It was not a bad show. Um, also, it's also not a good show. It was, it was okay. It was, it was all right. Good to see. It, it, was, it was fine to watch. It wasn't boring. It wasn't bad. Um, Rollins, Nakamura. I would love for that match to get 10 minutes more and them to let both of those guys do what they can do. Because Seth Rollins, when he's allowed to go the way he can, is a top 10 wrestler in the world. But, yeah, he, he is. He is. But I, I would just say this pay-per-view was not better than most episodes of Dynamite. <laughs> I'm just I can't say it that. because I'm deemed the AEW, Mark. So <laughs> Okay. I'm just putting it out there. But I'm, I'm also the WWE stooge. I don't know. I don't know which one I am anymore. Guys, tell me, because I don't know. And and God, dear God, hit him with the plug before I go on another rambling ramble. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you guys are watching us on Facebook. Like, click the no, click click the notifications. Every time we post something, you're you're gonna know about it. Do the same thing on the YouTube. Hit that notification bell. Get notified whenever we post a new video. Like the Ring of Honor 19th anniversary show prediction show coming before the weekend this time. I know we dropped the ball on um, our last two prediction shows, but life happens. Thank thank you for forgiving us. Um, we also have a lot of great original content on YouTube and more to come. So if you like what we're doing and you want to support us, check out the link. It is kofi.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as one, two, three. And for just the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can support three hand three handsome gentlemen run a successful wrestling podcast. That's right. With that, guys. Which three handsome gentlemen? Us or I yeah, mean we're the only three, yeah. Yeah, it's just definitely not Ben. Definitely I don't ben. I don't know why Camille didn't put I mean, I don't know why she put Ben over. I don't either. I don't it's know. it's her one flaw. That, that's do you know what i think you're right i think that's the only that's really the only chink in her armor only thing holding her back man and with that oh. guys it's that time of the night uh enjoy yourself have a good week for those of us do who the thing to work after spring break i'm sorry i don't want to be here too <laughs> for those of you currently on spring break i hate you and i would <laughs> gladly switch places with you um What's a spring break? Yeah, also true. Also true. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, have a great night. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see you back here on Thursday. We must bid you all adieu. Goodbye. Good night. Or Bang. Life. Lifeblood. Pinnacle. <laughs> I love that.